Welcome to the first episode of Season 3. We took some time off, but it's good to be back on the microphone. Now, just like the other two seasons, and guess which question we're starting with today? That is, tell me about yourself. So I hope you're not sick of this question yet. But, you know, it's a really important question to understand because... It comes in so many different ways, and it's so important to know how to present yourself in a strong and clear and concise way. Now, I can't think of a better way to start off Season 3 than with my friend Angela Nguyen. She's had an interesting path in HR working in a few different industries and is currently with one of the big players in the oil and gas industry. She's an amazing person and is a self-starter who's passionate about empowering you. Whether you're a job seeker, employer, or business owner, and she wants to encourage you on your pursuit of success, happiness, and purpose so that you can reach your potential and make a positive impact in the community that you operate in. And at the end, she's got something new and amazing that she's going to share with us, so stay tuned. We've done a few collaborations in the past, and I'm super excited to have Angela here to share her knowledge and wisdom in HR with all of you. So, Angela, let's dive right into this. Why do recruiters ask the question, tell me about yourself? It's a great way to gauge your communication skills, how prepared you are as a candidate, right? They want to understand what are the skills and experience that you bring to a specific role. Uh, how does it actually benefit their company? And sometimes they're even gauging, okay, like what are your aspirations and how does it kind of align with what they have planned for this role and for the company itself? And last but not least, it's about fit, right? Because I believe that if you can actually effectively communicate within one to five minutes max, why you're interested in the role, how you're a fit, etc., it allows them to see, okay, what are some of the soft skills that your resume and your cover letter can't actually communicate? So, Angela, you mentioned aspirations. I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. So let's say that somebody goes into there and then they're not too sure what it's going to look like in a year or maybe even like six months. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to have for lunch today. Let's say that, uh, you know, they want to talk about their career aspirations, but they're not too sure where it's going to go. Do you have any tips around that on what they should say or what they could say? That's a great call out. And I would say for aspirations, I'm not always talking about like that one to three year goal. If anything, uh, skills that you're looking to acquire are the experiences, right? So an example is I come from a background where I've had experience bootstrapping startups all the way to now working with a company where I support like over 18,000 employees, right? So for me, whatever opportunities I'm looking at, it's how does this next experience or skill complement what I'm trying to achieve? For example, leadership skills, right? I want to build on that. So when I'm going to a company, I'm looking at a role, I want to see what is the size of this organization? How does it kind of align that way? So um, like you mentioned, maybe you're an engineer or uh, whatever it may be, and you're like, I don't know what one to three years, what the engineering world could look like. But you could be like, hey, these are the experiences I'm looking to gain. And I feel like this company could potentially offer it. But that's why I'm here for this interview is to gauge whether or not you actually can. And that's perfect. You know what? Like not many people know what career path would look like for them sometimes. So being able to talk about those skills that you want to use, the things that you want to acquire, that is perfect, especially if you don't know what the next step is. And always, always, always. I don't know if you've ever had this in, in interviews, but 
have you ever had somebody say like I want your job in in three years or something like that? Funny enough, I have had people interview for roles that are not actually related to recruitment or HR, but have actually been like, so how do I do what you do? And then it kind of intrigues me because I'm like, but you applied for a different role. So help me understand more of what you're trying to get at. Right. And personally, like if it's there's like a parallel. So a, a person interviewing for an administrative role, eventually hoping to go into HR. I think there's some overlap there. And I, I definitely value those transferable skills. But if it's something completely different, like, for example, like a security guard. Right. Uh, I would kind of question it's like, hmm, like, what is the flight risk like from that perspective? But again, like we as an employer do not own employees, right? So it's just more of a curiosity for me than a quote-unquote threat or a concern, if anything. Yeah, and you never know where they want to start off just to get their foot in the door, right? Especially if they're new to the country or, you know, just new to the industry. They just want to get in there so that they can start to, you know, get down that path that they were meant to go down. Going back to the question of tell me about yourself, Angela, what are some tips and tricks that you have that somebody can answer this the best way? For sure. I always do research about the company because I want to understand the business in itself, not just the role. Um, I find that that actually really impresses uh, hiring managers and recruiters and the HR manager itself, just because they're like, OK, you actually understand what we're trying to accomplish, what our mission is, what our purpose is, what are our values, what's our culture like, right? And then from there, I understand how does the role play into the bigger picture of things? And then after that, I put down what are the skills and the experiences I bring to add to this role and what the company is trying to achieve. And I think if individuals can make maybe one to two points per thing that I just mentioned, those three things, I believe you'll stand out as a candidate because you'll be able to communicate effectively why you're interested in the role and what you bring to the table. That's perfect. Now, you mentioned two or three points. What do those two or three points look like? Is there any kind of extra meat they should choose? Like what if they have 20 points they can think of? How do they bring it down to maybe just two or three points? For sure. Uh, Think of it this way. What is in it for me as a company and what are you hoping to get out of this? And what do you bring to the table? So I think that the what do you bring to the table and what is it, it for the company kind of overlaps. Um, but it's like any sales pitch in itself, right? If you go rambling on about what is irrelevant and it doesn't paint a picture effectively of why I should buy blank from you or why I should choose you as a candidate, um, you've already lost me within that one to three minute mark. Yeah, perfect. What's in it for the company and what do you bring to the table? And this is a great one because it's lots of that self-assessment and bringing it together. You don't want to talk about yourself all the time, right? Like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. I like cats. I do this on the weekend. Let them know how you would fit in there. Angela, how how would you answer this question? Tell me about yourself. For sure. I'm going to use a recruiter role as an example. Even though I'm not a recruiter, it's just because everyone knows what a recruiter does, right? So if I were to apply for, let's just say, uh, a tech company locally mm-hmm. and I, and it's for a recruitment role, what I would say is like, hey, I noticed that you are in the financial tech space and over the last year, You've experienced significant growth and have secured Series B funding. I think it's an exciting time for any recruiter who's going to onboard because 
they're going to play a significant role in shaping what the town looks like. So for myself, I've worked in over five different industries and the average requisitions that I've handled ranges from 30 to 60 requisitions at a time. And I've recruited for roles that are anywhere from technical all the way to a leadership level uh, role. So the reason why I had explained it in a way where, again, I want to show them that I understand that the, the business and what they've been able to accomplish. So I've done my research on them. And then for the the way that I highlighted my experience is because I want to show the diverse industrial experience that I have, but also the volume that I've been able to deal with. And then on top of that, the type of roles that they've been able to, like I've been able to hire for. And then in that way, they're like, okay, like she has a breadth of experience that potentially we're looking for. And then last but not least, um, I think going back to your other question as well is not being afraid to say like, I'm interested in this role because I'm gaining X experience. I think I had alluded to that, but even to add on to my example, I would say, Hey, the reason why I applied for your company is because I've worked in um, multiple industries and I've never worked in FinTech before, but I bring a diverse experience to this table and I feel like fintech is the future uh, for our, our Alberta economy as an example. So it kind of like, again, shows the recruiter or hiring manager, it's like, hey, like I have, have the transferable skills, even if I may not have ever worked in the fintech space before. And this is how it kind of aligns with the skills and experiences that I'm hoping to gain. So even if they do not have the direct experience, uh, they can effectively highlight how they can transfer experiences into the role that they're interested in. It's great that you brought that up too, because lots of people, they just go accomplishment, accomplishment, this is what I can do. And they leave it at that. But what you're saying is really important because it's, it's a great closer. It's a great way to show the recruiter that you are interested and that you do have those skills and, that you might even stay long in the industry or with the company. And that's really what companies are looking for. So, yeah, I've known you for a long time and you are a very busy person. You've got lots of stuff on the go. So, Angela, why don't you tell us about like some of the projects you're working on and, you know, how people can get to know you a little bit more. For sure. There's three main things that I'm focusing on right now. So on like a personal creative level, I want to document my white belt to black belt journey in Brazilian jiu-jitsu just because I find that it's a great creative outlet. But it also ties into how I want to be able to uh, create my personal brand. So I've definitely put that on hold for the last year. I haven't been as active on social media from a LinkedIn perspective, but I am going to be significantly more active starting in the fall just because I want to really help visible minorities who are trying to like unleash their potential, but also leaders who want to unleash the potential of their teams and their organizations. So I'm going to be starting a podcast series called The Leader Within starting in fall this year, where I'll be interviewing a multitude of uh, subject matter experts and leaders who can kind of share their thoughts and experiences on how we can unleash uh, the potential of individuals and organizations. So if individuals want to stay connected with me, um, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, if not, uh, you can also email me as well at hello at the leader within.ca. So, yeah, that's what I'm most excited about right now. Oh, that does sound exciting. And you know what, Angela, you are an amazing leader. And anybody who is listening to this, connect with Angela. She's great. And check out all those things when they are. When do you anticipate that it's going to be released, Angela? 
Yes, my goal is the last Tuesday of September. Um, that's the goal, but it may get pushed out to October at the latest. But definitely fall of this year. Yeah. All right. So fall of 2023. Check that out. The leader within. Connect with Angela on LinkedIn. She's got lots of great content on there as well. If you're looking for things on like leadership, coaching, you know, job searching, all those things, she's, she's, well, I guess not lately, but she was very active and she's got that. You also have that great series also on there, uh, the video series that, uh, people should check out as well. Angela, it's always great talking to you. You're so insightful. You're such a great leader. You're super smart. You've got lots of great things on the go. And I really appreciate that you're here. And thank you for your time. You're doing a great thing with your podcast as well, Michael. And same thing to you. You're one of the best leaders that I know. And I'm excited for our individuals to continue to gain valuable insights through your podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. My name is Michael Manzano, knowing soon that you will get your offer letter.